Mark chapter 1, verses 1 to 11. The beginning of the good news about Jesus, the Messiah, the Son of God, as it is written in Isaiah. I will prepare your way. I will send my messenger ahead of you, who will prepare your way. A voice of one calling in the wilderness, prepare the way for the Lord, make straight paths for him. Repentance just appeared in the wilderness, preaching a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. The whole Judean countryside and all the people of Jerusalem went out to him, confessing their sins. They were baptized by him in the Jordan River. John wore clothing made of camel's hair with a leather belt around his waist, and he ate locusts and wild honey. And this was his message. After me comes the one more powerful than I, the straps of whose sandals I am not worthy to stoop down and untie. I baptize you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. At that time, Jesus came from Nazareth in Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. Just as Jesus was coming up out of the water, he saw heaven being torn open and the Spirit descending on him like a dove. And a voice came from heaven. You are my son, whom I love. With you I am well pleased. Amen. Well, church family, we're uh, doing things in a slightly different order this morning because uh, we've got so many baptisms to get through. So Pastor Benny's uh, going to come and bring us a word. But why don't you stand on your feet and we'll pray for Pastor Benny together, hey? So, Father God, as Pastor Ben comes to share your word with us this morning, your truth, your hope, your love, your light, Jesus, I want to declare for each of us in this space that, that we would have soft hearts and open ears to receive your truth this morning. Jesus, we want to invite you to actually bring new truth and new revelation to us. Jesus, even at stories we've heard, passages we've heard, things we stuff we know, Jesus, your spirit brings new life into us, and we invite you to do that today through Pastor Ben. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Welcome, everyone. Welcome if you're a part of the Ride Salvos or if you're part of Ride Baptist Church. And a special welcome to you if you're here to celebrate with someone in their baptism today. It's great to have you. Well, and I, I remember my very first time coming to Ride Baptist Church. It was a long time ago. And I remember what, what really stands out to me is two people who welcomed me and made me feel at home as part of the church. And they were uh, lost, who most of you would know as a mission partner of the church with Horizons Family uh, Law Center. Their other one was an older lady named Jean McLaughlin. Does anyone here remember Jeannie Mack? Yeah, well, Jeannie Mack was this lovely prayer warrior, and she would sit down the front in every single service, and she would passionately worship Mack when she was in. She didn't like the songs. And I recall a conversation with Jeannie Mack when she was in her mid-90s, and we were talking about why people would get baptised. And it's something that's really stuck with me. Because if we follow Jesus' example, it makes sense to get baptised. If we follow Jesus' teachings, it makes sense to get baptised. And if it is good enough for Jeannie Mack, or if it is good enough for Jesus, then it is good enough for me. So today, as we come to celebrate the baptisms of our brothers and sisters, we know that we are following the examples and walking in the footsteps of our Lord Jesus, who himself 
was baptised. Now, Michelle has read to us from Mark's account of the baptism of Jesus. And what stands out to me in this story is that this is an announcement of Jesus' identity. John the Baptist identifies Jesus as the one who is greater, the one who would baptise with the Holy Spirit. And in the account of the Gospel in John, before he baptises Jesus, John the Baptist says when he sees Jesus, Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. It's an announcement of Jesus' identity. And even more significantly, when Jesus is baptised, John saw heaven open and the Holy Spirit descended and rested on Jesus. And then the voice of God says, You are my son, whom I love. With you I am well pleased. What a statement this is. A declaration of Jesus' identity, not only from a prophetic or an insightful person like John the Baptist, but affirmed from the very throne room of heaven. Jesus' baptism was clearly associated with his divine unveiling of his identity. For Jesus, this included his divine identity as God's son and his messianic purpose to take away the sins of the world and bring God's kingdom. But this idea of a declaration of identity applies to our baptism too. In Jesus, we who are baptised are identified with him. We are identified with Christ. In Galatians chapter 3, at verse 27, it says, As many of you were baptised into Christ, have put on Christ. We are identified with Christ. In our Colossians series, we talked about being clothed in Christ as a means of our identification. Kind of like wearing a football jersey identifies which team you play for. Or you can be identified as a bride at a wedding by the one wearing the white dress. Likewise, baptism is putting on Christ. It is identifying with Christ. As baptism is a means of Jesus identifying as the Son of God, for us it is also an announcement of our identity as God's children. In John chapter 1, Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. And in Romans chapter 8, The spirit you received brought about your adoption to sonship. You know, Jesus was already God's son. Baptism didn't make him God's son, and baptism doesn't make us God's children. But if you follow Jesus, you are already adopted into God's family. But baptism is the announcement of that identity, just as it was for Jesus. Baptism is also a sign of our identity with the family of believers. That is Christ's body, the church universal. In 1 Corinthians chapter 12, it says some of us are Jews, some are Gentiles, some are slaves and some are free, but we have all been baptised into one body by one spirit and we share the same spirit. I love here that it's a grace and grace of God. No matter who you are or where you are from, it is by the goodness and grace of God that you become part of one family. 
and we symbolically identify as one in the same way through baptism. So we identify with Jesus. We are called children of God. We are part of his family. And the symbolism of this identification is expanded upon in Romans chapter 6. The Apostle Paul says, We were therefore buried with him through baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. And at verse 8, Now if we died with Christ, we believe we will also live with him. Identifying with Christ is also identifying in the prophetic and symbolic way with his death and with his resurrection. And symbolism is something that we as Baptists focus on. Salvos are also more concerned with the inner grace than the outward symbols. You see, some churches see baptism as a mystical impartation of God's grace that somehow brings about salvation. But we see it hard. And the symbolism is clear. As one goes under the water, they, are bare. they come out of the water as if they are rising to new life. This is for us and what God is doing in us. Baptism 4, that he was praying. When John baptized Jesus, it says in Mark 1 verse 4, that he was preaching a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. Therefore, baptism is a desert turning around, a change in direction. And therefore, baptism is a declaration of a towards Jesus and living for him. Old ways of living for oneself and to turn towards Jesus and living for his kingdom. The old nature is gone as we are raised up from the water. go under the water, and the new life has come as we are raised up from the water. Therefore, it is a public statement. It serves as a powerful testimony that the in and Jesus as Lord of their life. It is a compelling visual represent representation of what has happened in their heart. And we will hear some testimony from each of those being baptized shortly. But before we do, there's one more thing I want to mention from the story of Jesus' baptism. In verse 8, John the Baptist says, I baptize you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. Now, those who have been following Jesus may well already be filled with the Holy Spirit prior to baptism. But there is something special in this moment. And if the Holy Spirit descended upon Jesus when he was baptized, and if John says that Jesus will baptize with the Holy Spirit, then we shouldn't be surprised. In fact, we should be expectant that something special will happen in each of those being baptized today. This is not a means of salvation. It doesn't diminish previous experiences of being filled with the Spirit. But as someone makes a step of faith in baptism... It makes sense that God, who is loving and desires relationship, would embrace them with his presence and his love and empower them to live the new life that rising from the water represents. And this is my prayer for those who are being baptized today. So please join with me in praying for them. Lord Jesus, we thank you for each one of those who are being baptized today. And Lord, we pray for Tina and Selena and Selena, Rebecca, Tolua, 
Lily, Abby, Isabella, Lord, we Claudio, Hendrik, Benji, and Luciella. Lord, we pray that you would fill them with your Holy Spirit. We pray that you would empower them to live for you. And Lord, we pray that you would bless them as they make this step, this declaration, this sign of being identified and transformed by you. In Jesus' name, amen.